0: Song of Solomon, chapter four, verses one through eight. He, behold, you are beautiful, my love. Behold, you are beautiful. Your eyes are doves behind your veil. Your hair is like a flock of goats leaping down the slopes of Gilead. Your teeth are like a flock of shorn ewes that that have come up from the washing. It's a great image. Mm -hmm. All of which bear twins and not one of them has lost its young. Your lips are like a scarlet thread and your mouth is lovely. Your cheeks are like halves of a pomegranate behind your veil. Your neck is like the Tower of David built in rows of stone. On it hang a thousand shields, all of them shields of warriors. Your two breasts are like two fawns, twins of a gazelle that graze among the lilies until the day breathes and the shadows flee. I will go away to the mountain of myrrh and the hill of frankincense. You are altogether beautiful, my love. There is no flaw in you. Come with me from Lebanon, my bride. Come with me from Lebanon. Depart from the peak of Amana, from the peak of Sinir and Hermon, from the dens of lions, from the mountains of leopards. This is the word of the Lord.
1: Thanks, <laughs> thanks be to God. Come on, man, dude. How about that? You
0: know, uh, I wasn't expecting to get tripped up on like the earlier ones, but <laughs> something about uh, I, it's just such a funny cultural difference. It, it dude, very much your is. teeth, Jordan, are like some shorn ewes <laughs> that have come up from washing.
1: <laughs> Gosh, Will, a kinder compliment has never been spoken. to. <laughs> I, I believe it. I mean, that's
0: the inspired by the Holy Spirit. It's oh, awesome. Man. Um, all right, so. You know this. This is aptly titled in the ESV. Solomon admires his bride's beauty, yeah. and that is exactly what he does today. Yes, he does. Um, you know he, he. We have some good neck is the Tower of David imagery, <laughs> and some good goats and fawns, and um, you know different countries and stuff. So, <laughs> Jordan, um, again, a passage that I know you have memorized. Yeah. Um, but what are what are your thoughts on on this landmark passage? Yep,
1: man, I I love that this is in the Bible. Uh, amen. Uh, the Bible really takes like
0: God takes the scenic route, you know. Like yeah, yeah. the scriptures are not just like, uh, you know, like you sinned, I saved you, yeah. follow me. But it's like this long, roving narrative yeah. that gives us such you know unexpected glimpses into. Yeah. God so it's story, yes. yeah
1: it's story it's poetry yep. it's beauty yep. it's you know uh illustrative words yep so anyway um I was so last night we met with uh a few couples to talk about they're, they're going to be mentoring engaged couples in our church uh oh. in in our premarital counseling and one of the things we were talking about is how um churches oftentimes in the name of purity don't talk about romance and don't talk about mm. sexual intimacy. Yeah. Um, and I think there's like, there's, there's reasons for that. And I'd say like some good reasons for that. But the consequence of that is we can begin our, to take our cues from the world
0: mm-hmm. when
1: it comes to these topics mm. sex, romance, intimacy. Yeah. And, and the world is my, you know, my wife, Tally, likes to say it's not out for our good. Right. Mm. So when you when you search anything up on Google, <laughs> it's not after you're good, right? Yeah. It's after you're a distraction. And and so I love that the Bible um, gives us instruction and sets an example. Of we shouldn't shy away from totally. these categories, right? Because God created them. God created these good gifts. So what you have here is a picture of um solomon uh rejoicing in and celebrating the gift that is um you know a a a spouse that Mm -hmm. has given themselves to you know you um and the marriage intimacy of that and so yeah to your point the descriptors yeah. and what would be hopefully um, helpful and encouraging to her are not necessarily the same <laughs> yeah. things Very that culturally we would be encouraged colored. By. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So if you're taking the application, <laughs> husbands, that you should be describing yeah. um, your, you know, wife's teeth as shorn Ooze, maybe yeah. maybe not. Just right? say you love her smile. There, yeah. <laughs> Just uh, say she lights up a room. You're right, yeah. Yeah. But we shouldn't miss the point. Yeah, totally. That it he is encouraging his wife, right? Absolutely. He is using carefully chosen words and descriptors um, to communicate to her. You, I mean, it, it says it at the end. You are, verse seven, you are altogether beautiful, my love. There is no flaw in you. Mm. Um, and... You know, husbands, wives, like that—that that should be our um, communication as well to our spouses, mm-hmm. and you know, whatever you know, whatever words you use to describe, like there should be an intentionality in the encouragement and celebration of the other person.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And so
1: that's a one. It's a wonderful like example for us um, that you know, as Solomon does, he he admires his his bride. Mm. And I think we as Christians, um, following in this example, like we're supposed to celebrate our our spouses, and you know it. How quickly marriages can become more about the flaws mm. and the weaknesses of our spouse instead of a celebration of the beauty and the uniqueness of our spouse. Uh, yeah. So I think it's just wonderful, like example and picture picture for us.
0: Yeah, you know I think of. Uh, Charles Spurgeon, I think of Tim Keller, um, some, just some, some leaders. And and then, you know, the late Harry Reader, the pastor I grew up under. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I mean, D's like, there, there's a lot of great leaders that God's put in my life who come to mind, who uh, one of the first things that comes to mind about them is how highly they speak of their wife. Mm-hmm. And to me, that is one of the greatest, mm-hmm. um, you know, immediate thermometers, like on kind of when you're developing trust or yeah. discerning whether you should trust somebody is, uh, the whole, like, like people who kind of talk down towards their spot spouse yeah. or down t- about their spouse. That That's kind of like a number one, um, red flag that, uh, uh about that person's like integrity mm. generally. Mm. And I think there's kind of like godly language sounding ways to do that especially yeah. as a man and yeah. to be like domineering and like overly independent. Yep. Um that's just not at all a cue that is taken from scripture. And uh mm-hmm. so I I think you're so right like this this veneration and honoring of of your spouse um should God give you one is so central. And you know, I uh another thing that comes to mind for me that I think is a huge theme and takeaway from Song of Solomon. Like I, I think of uh and this is kind of stepping away from sex for a second, but I think of Staff Retreat. Um I felt like that was an important qualifier. <laughs>
1: Good qualifier. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah. Staff Retreat, you know, every year our staff we we get away and we go to the beach and we just spend time together worshiping and hanging out and doing fun things together. And, you know, really like the central thing is every meal we have, like a, a or every night we have a, a great meal together that's prepared by some of the families. Yeah. And, um, you know, we spend time encouraging each other, having great food, great drink, and just laughing. And I remember this year, Dee's he he kind of teed up all of Street talking about uh, we need to have a, a right theology of feasting.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Like as Christians, we should be the best at parting because we believe that we are sacred people, that God has transferred from death to life. And now when we die, it's not all over, but the party's only begun. And so, you know, joy should just like fill our halls. And I think that same principle applies to sex. There's this this wrong misconception um, that, you know, that religious piety is basically this like, damp blanket to lay over parting to lay over feasting, to to lay over sex and sexual desire. And really, um, this is a sentence I never thought I would say, but Christians (laughs) should have the best sex because, (laughs) you know, again, we we view each other as sacred people made in the divine image. And, um, you know, for those of us who God calls into marriage that we get to enjoy um, in our person in such an intimate way, um, that should heighten, You know, the honor that we give to somebody, the honor that we receive from somebody in such a way that um, you know, the a secular mind would never be able to experience such joy and beauty.
1: Well, yeah, and and I think the important category is beauty. Yeah. That there 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 is beauty in God's creation. Yep. And as made in his image. As image bearers, we are called to celebrate and see that beauty. Yeah. And I think, you know, we also need to recognize that we live in a broken world, right? Mm-hmm. And so Satan and sin has distorted God's beauty um and and made ugly things and s- said, you know, oh, this is beautiful. Mm-hmm. But Christians aren't just to reject that. We're mm-hmm. to say, no, there is something beautiful. And I mean, you see it in this, in this verse, right? The first verse in this chapter behold you are beautiful my love behold yeah. you are beautiful and and so I think to your point Christians should be uh, more than anyone be able to recognize and appreciate beauty as God designed it mm-hmm. because we believe that God is even more beautiful yeah right like yeah. God God is the source of all beauty and and so rather than worshiping, the the person or the image or the, you know, whatever, or distorting it and twisting it. We're called to to celebrate it as God intended. Right. Oh. And so this, it's in the con you know, Solomon's not just saying this to anybody, right? Person on, on the street. It's no, this is this is his bride. Mm. And and so this is where a husband or a wife gets to celebrate and indulge in mm-hmm. and, you know, um yeah, just experience the the blessing of this beauty. Mm. And, and so I think it's a good it's a good word for for all of us, whether we're, you know, married or not.
0: Yeah, absolutely. All right. Well, a great word from Song of Solomon for um, you know, go tell your spouse of their their you like teeth and goat like hair. Yeah, yeah. There you uh, go. <laughs> so for Jordan Coughlin, this is Will Crawl, and we can't wait to see you tomorrow on our daily rhythm.